0: In today's episode, I will introduce you to the SharePoint feature called Content Type Gallery. I will explain to you what it is, why we have it, and how to access it within the SharePoint Admin Center. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven Podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode number 68 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So today I want to introduce you to a very important feature, but the one you probably never heard of, something called Content Tab Gallery. Now, this is more of an advanced feature that we have in SharePoint and the one that is only accessible by the SharePoint admins but this feature only really makes sense if you are into metadata all right so if you're not using metadata then i don't think you will find uh this episode specifically valuable however if you are into metadata if you are creating content types to organize information uh, on your sites then you definitely need to get familiar with the content type gallery and its capabilities So first, I want to uh, give you a brief of uh, kind of historical perspective and explain to you uh, what uh, this content type gallery is all about and why uh, we have it. As you probably figured out by the name, uh, content type gallery is used to organize uh, content types in SharePoint Online. Now, in case you're not familiar with what a content type is, uh, I actually recorded an episode, episode number 60, you can listen to, uh, and this is where I explain uh, essentially what a content type is uh, and its benefits in SharePoint Online. But just to quickly summarize uh, for you here, content type is essentially a feature that allows you to organize um, metadata into some logical hierarchies. For example, uh, let's say you Uh, want all the invoices in your organization to be tagged with uh, uh, several metadata columns like um, client name, uh, due date, and amount of the invoice. So in that case, you would be creating a content type called invoice and then attaching those three metadata columns uh, to that content type. So the idea here is that you define all these different uh, content types, you know, maybe Another content type you might have uh, would be something like a purchase order or receipt or a contract. And each and every content type would have its own metadata. Um, so when the user selects, uploads a document and selects uh, invoice, tags it as a content type invoice, it would prompt the user to fill in invoice-related metadata. If you upload a document and say it's a contract, then it would um, you know, uh, prompt you to fill in a metadata related to contract and so on. So that's essentially what a content type is. Now, this brings us to the content type gallery. So why do we have the content type gallery then? Well, let me explain. The content types are typically created at the site level. All right, so let's say you create, uh, I don't know, a finance site or HR site, and um, now want to utilize content types, you typically go to, you know, gear icon, site information, site settings, and that's where you define site level metadata columns and site level content types so far so good right however remember that content types are created at the site level so what that means is that if you have multiple sites now you have a disconnect a bit of disconnect all right again let's say i created my content types uh, on the hr site well now if i have a finance site then all these content types would not be existing there i would need to create those content types again And this is due to the flat information architecture we now have in SharePoint. Each and every site um, is a separate entity. Remember, we don't have any subsites in SharePoint anymore. All right, we organize our sites using the flat architecture, using hub sites. And uh, while there are many advantages to this model, the biggest disadvantage is that if you define your metadata columns, if you define your content types in one site, they do not propagate down to the other side so this of course presents a bit of a dilemma because again you know if you want to standardize on your content types uh, within your organization uh, there is really no kind of central location to do it right you do it on one side and then you have to duplicate and create the same content types uh, on another side doesn't make sense and this is where a feature called Content Type Gallery comes in. So a Content Type Gallery is this central location that exists at the tenant level that allows you to create content types to define your content types, tenant-wide content types, and publish them to all the sites, essentially make it available, make them available on all the sites in your tenant. So how do you access the content tab gallery? Again, this is an admin feature. So if you don't have SharePoint admin role, you will not be able to access it. Uh, But if you do have a SharePoint admin uh, role uh, access, what you need to do is navigate to the SharePoint admin center. And on the left-hand side, where you have a list of different tabs and options, if you click on the content services dropdown, you're going to see two choices, Term Store, that's where we define, you know, terms to manage metadata, and then the other choice would be content type gallery. If you click on the content type gallery, um, you're pretty much going to see a list of all out-of-the-box content types that exist uh, in your tenant, and you will obviously be able to create, you know, custom content types as well. Now, one thing I want to make clear is that this content type gallery is not the new functionality, all right? We actually had this capability in the older versions of SharePoint. Uh, in the older versions of SharePoint, and you can actually still access it, um, you know, in modern SharePoint the same way, uh, but in the old days, if we wanted to publish, you know, centrally define all the content types and then publish them to all the other sites, what you would need to do is access the hidden content type site collection. And you can actually uh, perform this trick and access this hidden site collection right now as well. If you navigate to any SharePoint site, all right, that you have, and you typically, the URL of your site would be um, your domain name.sharepoint.com forward slash sites forward slash the name of your site. So if you erase all the text after forward slash site, all right, and instead, you know, type in content type hub, all one word, all right? So the full address will be, again, your uh, domain name, .sharepoint.com, forward slash site, forward slash content type hub. You're going to end up on a SharePoint site that looks like it came from, I don't know, 10 years ago. And... Essentially what it is, it's that hidden site collection I mentioned to you. So this site uh, is not a site that appears, um, you know, to the admins. It's not a site that normally appears just like any other site. Uh, there is a reason why I mentioned that it's hidden. Uh, you have to know its URL to access it. Uh, but the only purpose, this is not a site that you would be customizing. Uh, it's actually the look and feel of the site. Is, uh, it's, it's a classic site. It's outdated. So it's not a site you would be using um, to, uh, to add web parts to uh, uh, make it pretty or use it for your internet. The whole purpose of this site is to define, to create content types all right, that would be um, utilized in your tenant and then publish them to all the other sites that exist uh, in your tenant, in your SharePoint environment. And this site, really, in terms of functionality, it has the same exact functionalities as the other sites, all right? You can define, you know, metadata, you can define content types, just like on any other site. However, the major difference is that this is the only site collection that allows you to publish, all right? In addition to all the buttons and all the features we have, uh, when you're building content types, there is an extra button, essentially uh, it's called publish button, all right? And that allows you to pretty much uh, propagate with the click of this button, propagate this content type that you define on the site to all the other sites in your environment. Now, everything I just stated about this hidden site collection is just for your information. Uh, Again, in modern SharePoint, you would not necessarily be accessing this um, hidden site collection that way. You really don't need to. Uh, Just like I said, you would need to navigate to the content type gallery through the SharePoint admin center, through the modern interface so essentially what a content type gallery is is the modern equivalent all right you pretty much see the same information you have the same features as on that hidden site collection except you don't need to type in that url you don't need to do all these different workarounds you just navigate to the content type gallery and there is one spot for you uh, you know to create your content types and publish to the remainder of your site so again Think of a content time gallery as just the modern equivalent, all right, a replacement, if you will, in a way, uh, to the hidden site collection. And from that point, it's pretty straightforward. all right. Um, like I said, it's going to list uh, all these different out-of-the-box content types. Um, my recommendation, don't touch any of them, all right, unless you want to break the functionality all right, in SharePoint. So you don't need to touch any of the existing content types. Don't modify them. Don't delete them. Uh, the only thing um, I recommend that you do would be hit that Create a Content Type button in the upper left-hand corner, and this is where you would be defining your, um, you know, your custom content types and um, uh, adding, you know, metadata columns uh, to those particular content types. Now, I'm not going to list all the steps uh, that you need to follow to build a content type. I actually, um, you know, wrote a, a number of uh, blog posts on my blog. Uh, Documenting those steps. But one very important thing for you to remember is that after you create a content type uh, in the content type gallery, uh, one very important thing you need to do is publish it. All right. And when you create a content type, uh, when you uh, are done with creation of the content type, uh, you will see this publish button that's available uh, on that content type page. And essentially, this is the button that allows you to. Um, To publish, make the content type, the custom content type you you created, available in all the other sites in your timeline. Now, one thing I also want to clarify is that um, because this functionality is not new, this is kind of a a legacy feature, all right, so uh, once you publish your content types, don't expect them to be available in all the other sites immediately, all right? Um, Essentially publishing relies on the timer job that runs behind the scenes, and it's not going to be instant. So it might be a matter of uh, several hours, maybe up to 24 hours, but long story short, once you publish it, the content types will be available uh, on all the other sites in your tenant and of course at that point once all the content types have been uh, you know created and published and uh, made available and, and all the destination sites at that point you can use those content types on all the lists and libraries by adding them uh to obviously list libraries of your choice uh one other thing uh for you to remember if you make any changes let's say you want to make the changes uh down the road right uh to that uh Centrally defined content type, obviously, and hopefully this is a self-explanatory, but uh, you would need to make those changes uh, within the content type gallery, all right? So if you need maybe to um, alter the name or maybe uh, add or remove some columns from the content type, again, make sure to do it at the content type gallery level. At that point, you would need to republish, all right, the changes. Um, so the changes are republished uh, and pushed down to all the other sites. And then what you would need to do at the site level, um, you would need to refresh uh, or the content types essentially uh, to make sure that the updates would be received, that the timer job would pick up uh, all those uh, you know, changes and make them available uh, on your site as well. By the way, if you are looking to learn more about the content types and specifically the content type uh, gallery feature I mentioned uh, to you just now in this episode, Uh, I actually have a dedicated course in my SharePoint Maven Academy. Uh, It's called Advanced Document Management, and this is where I teach you about the uh, content types, uh, how to set up content types, how to set up document sets. And I also explain, among other things, how to properly set up content tab galleries and content types uh, within the gallery. And again, if you are interested in learning more about this, just head over to my SharePoint Maven Academy. You can access it from my website or by going to academy.sharepointmaven.com and choose an advanced document management course. And if you uh, wish to enroll in this course, uh, feel free to use coupon code PODCAST20. Uh, You will be getting 20% off Uh, the uh, regular price of that course. All right. I think that's all I wanted to mention on this particular episode. Hopefully you learned a new feature and a new trick you were not aware of uh, previously. Thank you very much for listening. I hope to see you on my blog, SharePointMaven.com and talk to you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple podcast app, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.